This is Juliet. I'm Margaret. And this is Queen Screams. Woo! I love how even though this is not a visual podcast, we both do like <laughs> spooky jazz hands when we say it. Um, I feel like if I just did it without spooky jazz hands, like you would be able to tell in my voice. Nah, it's fact. I feel mad corny with it. Like I'm like, I'm just sitting here like mad blank. That's like, fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> No. Okay. So today we are going to do a little throwback for you guys in honor of Jordan Peele's Nope coming out next week. We're going to be reviewing Us. Mm Mm-hmm. Us, the movie. Us came out in... 2019. 2019. Starring our girl Lupita Nyong'o. Um... What's the other nigga's name? I literally Wilson don't Duke. Winston Duke. Damn. <laughs> and two children. Two children. Two very talented um, children. <laughs> Shahadi and Alex are their first names. Don't remember their last names. Really gotta get better at this. Damn. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So for those of you who need a refresher on us, or for those of you who have never seen it all, we're gonna give you a little summary with spoilers. Which is, you know, what we usually do. So. Yeah. So we're gonna do it again. We're just gonna yeah. do what we usually do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the movie opens up and there's an image on the TV um for the campaign Hands Across America, which was a fundraising event in nineteen eighty six that was raising money to fight Poverty and hungry. Hunger. Not hungry. hungry. Yeah. <laughs> hungry. Hungry. <laughs> country. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know what's crazy? I couldn't believe people actually did this. No, it was nuts to like, me. Like, it was not a failed campaign. Like, I mean, I guess it was in the sense that, like, not everybody in America did it. But I think I was reading that, like, 6.5 million people or something participated. Yeah. And they, like, paid to hold their place in line and i was like okay but what if i pulled up to the line and like would you ask for proof that i paid mm, yeah i don't know the logistics of it yeah you know. know but anyway yeah <laughs> okay so we open up with this imagery right um we th- then cut to a uh loving black family at a little boardwalk carnival in santa cruz um, you know, typical typical interactions are happening. The mom pretty much asks the father to watch the daughter while she goes to the bathroom. And like Daz be doing, <laughs> he doesn't pay attention. Right. He's playing a game. Right. So little Addie, who's about six, I don't know if they said I her think actual she's, age. Yeah, like about six years old. Maybe younger. But um she wanders off. She wanders the fuck off. And she goes into this fun house. And while she's there, she encounters herself. A doppelganger. Herself. Yeah, it's spooky as fuck. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then from there, we sort of cut to the present day. Addie is all grown up. She's an adult, played by Lupita. Um, she has a family. She has her daughter, Zora, her son, Jason, and her husband, Gabe. And they're mm-hmm. driving to their summer home. Um, and do you want to explain this part? <laughs> So they're just vibing in the car, you know, brother, sister, banter, all that, all that cute stuff. And then I got five on it comes on on the radio and they trying to act like Jason is the one who has no rhythm, but really it's Lupita, AKA Addie. Like she's snapping, trying to teach him how to snap to the song and you know, Zora kind of side eyeing, but like nobody really says nothing. So that's just a little. This was discriminatory against people of color without rhythm, such Ooh. as myself. <laughs> uh, 
I'm not a fucking doppelganger. I just can't hear the one, okay? And that's not my fucking fault. That doesn't make me a monster. But anyway. Kind of does. Does Jordan Peele look like a man who could dance? No, he can't. No, I'm going to tell you that right now. Snap. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, this scene deeply offended me, but let's move on, right? Okay. So they pull up to the summer home, and, um, you know, after they get settled in, husband Gabe is like, oh, let's go to the beach. And Addie's kind of like, yo, motherfucker, you know, I don't really fuck with the beach like that. Like, why would you even bring that up? Like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, bottom line, they end up going to the beach because fuck her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they link up with their friends, um, which is a white family who consists of a mother played by my girl Elizabeth Moss. Oh, yeah. That I was don't her. remember who the husband is. Yes. But it's them and their twin daughters. Yeah. Who are older than Lupita's kids. Right. Oh, and then real quick. So on the drive to the beach, first a few things happen. Mm-hmm. She has, Addie has like a flashback to whatever happened to her after she had that encounter with her doppelganger. And we learn that she kind of stopped speaking for a little while. Um, also, there's a scene in the car where Zora is making fun of Jason who has this like fire ring. That's going to be irrelevant later. Um, I guess it's just a ring that he presses and yeah, it's fire. Like, like it why kinda... would you give that to a fucking child? <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like a lighter almost. Yeah, you like got a lighter on his finger. Yeah, it's right. It's a weird. ridiculous thing for a child to have. But anyway, <laughs> and when they first arrive at the beach, we already have some ominous imagery. Yeah. We see these paramedics taking away this man who appears to be dead and he has blood running down his chest. Yeah. But okay, whatever. So we're at the beach. They're playing with these twins, whatever. Um, Jason kind of goes off, like, on his own. I think he was looking for the bathroom. Yeah. He was trying to find the bathroom, but I don't think he told anyone where he was going. He just dipped. And it's like, homie, why would you do that? Like, you know your mother is already not with the shits of being at the beach. Jason's just a little bit, like, he's just a little different. Like, he just be doing his own thing. (laughs) So he just be, you know, wandering. So whatever. Yes. And while he's doing that... He actually sees a man on the beach who looks so similar to the guy, that, the dead man that they just saw being taken away by the paramedics. And he's like, this is odd. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, we flash back to the family and Addie realizes that Jason has kind of wandered off and she like loses her shit. She loses her shit. Yes. So eventually they find him. And when they do, Lupita's like, all right, we're going the fuck home. Mm-hmm. Cause... Yeah. Um, then what? So later, I think Addie's kind of trying to explain to Gabe, like, why she gets so shook at the beach. So she tells him about this encounter she had as a child with the doppelganger. Typical man. He (laughs) doesn't believe her and gaslights her. She has to act like the bitch is crazy, right? Um, What I love about this movie is immediately claps back at him like, nope. She was right all along, okay, because pretty much right after he says that the lights go out, Jason pops up in their room and he's like, hey, y'all, there's a family in our driveway, (laughs) right? We get straight to the action. And Gabe is like, what? That's nuts. And then he, you know, gets all macho, grabs a bat, Mm -hmm. and then goes outside. And then they're just kind of standing there like mad creepy, like, like he's talking to them. He's like, yo, like, what's up? What's up? And then he quickly realizes that um, they're not to be messed with. Yeah. And he's not with the shit, so he runs inside. Um, 
but the family knows where they hid a key and like spoiler is because they're they're doppelgangers but also who the fuck doesn't hide the key under, under the, the rock <laughs> right like right <laughs> by the front right yeah exactly. like okay doesn't take a genius or a doppelganger but i digress <laughs> um so then the family gets inside and they start to kind of threaten the family with scissors and they make them all kind of like sit in front of them mm-hmm. so red who is Addie slash Lupita's doppelganger, she pretty much, she's, like, real calm. She's basically telling her, like, yo, I don't fuck with you, and here's why. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't fuck with you because we're all your tethered. We're your tethered family, and we've been living underground forever, mm-hmm. and it sucks mm-hmm. because we know y'all are up here living life to the fullest, living yeah. your best life. She'd so, be like, we be eating a rabbit. <laughs> Which in some cultures is considered to be a delicacy. Yeah. She's like, well, you got like fruit or whatever. Yeah. So she's like making all these comparisons. Yeah. Like, oh, like, you know, um, you had hot meals and I be eating rabbits. Mm-hmm. Like you just said. And, um, you know, on Christmas, you got hella gifts. But on my Christmas, I got fucking needles and rocks and crazy right? shit. <laughs> And just like, I gave birth alone. Oh, yes. She She basically said, oh, you gave birth in a hospital. That's really nice because I had to deliver my own children. Um, Also, you have a really beautiful daughter. Mine is terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) And that bitch is terrifying. Um, You have a son who's like a little different but kind of cute. Mine likes to play with fire. Yeah. Um, So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't fuck with y'all. Right. So. Basically, that's happening. Um, and basically, what the tethered are are they share a soul with whoever their counterpart or doppelganger is on Earth, and kind of live as their shadow, right? So now they're here to untether themselves. Yeah. Um, so they each are kind of taking on, like each of the tethered is taking on their original quote unquote counterpart, right? So. Red handcuffs Addie to a table. Abraham drags Abraham, who is Gabe's tethered, drags him away. Umbre, who is Zora's tethered, chases her. And then Pluto, who is Jason, Jason's tethered, plays with him. Jason mm-hmm. kind of got off easy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He went to play anyway. <laughs> um. Okay. So pretty much, Addie asks. Sorry, I'm a mess. Okay. So, yeah. So, they're all kind of off doing their own thing with their doppelgangers. And then, how did they leave? Um, So, but it's like, it all bleeds into each other. I think someone did. Okay. So, I think what happened was, like, Jason was playing with Pluto. Mm-hmm. And then one of them was, like, crying. Like, oh, yes. um, Jason locked Pluto in the closet. Mm-hmm. And then Pluto starts tweaking. And then Red goes to check on him or something like that. And then mm-hmm. somehow somehow they escape out of the house. Yeah. And then Gabe actually is knocked unconscious um, by Abraham. And then Abraham is, like, putting him in a garbage bag in a boat. Oh, yes, And he, he makes, like, a tiny hole in the garbage bag, I guess, so he can breathe. I don't really know why he did that. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, you're trying to kill him anyway. But... Gabe and the family escape on said boat. Yes, because Gabe, Gabe kills Abraham, his tethered, and then he comes back on the boat, and then he kind of, like, comes through and just scoops up the whole family, right? Right. Um, during this time, something else important that Jason realizes is that Pluto, his tethered, mirrors his every interaction, which I don't know why... 
his was the only one that did that. Yeah, I don't know if it was like an automatic thing or just like a thing like, oh, I'm but, a little kid and I see someone who looks like me, so, so I'm, I'm going to like it play mirror to, with them. Right, it could have been, yeah, that would make sense. Um, also, Addie, while she like is actually able to free herself from the cuffs um, before they get on the boat... And she grabs this, like, fire stick poker, mm-hmm. which will come into play later on. Okay. Um, so they escape on the boat, and then they pull up to their uh, white friend's house. So that's Elizabeth Moths and her family. Mm-hmm. And... They've already been killed by their doppelgangers. They've already been killed. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Um, but, obviously, the Wilson family does not know that. So, Addie knocks on the door she sees who she believes is their friend tyler kitty's husband and asks for help but then she realizes because he's acting like a motherfucking weirdo <laughs> that it's the doppelganger so she hits him in the head with a fireplace poker but it doesn't do anything he's just like okay <laughs> um and he basically the rest of the family drags Addie inside right yeah. so then gabe ends up distracting doppelganger tyler while the kids sneak into the house to look for Addie. yeah um they end up killing the doppelganger twins, and then they kill Kitty's doppelganger, um, who was tied Addie to the bed. They free her, um, and Gabe also shoots the husband doppelganger, whatever. So the whole white family doppelgangers, <laughs> they're all dead. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, they're trying to call 911. All the lines are busy. They're in the house kind of like decompressing. They put the news on. And what did they see? This is happening all over the country. Just doppelgangers. Just, doppelgangers yeah. fucking shit up with yeah, scissors. Exactly. Um, and then... And then... It shows the doppelgangers kind of joining hands like we saw at the beginning of the movie. Um, what was it? Hands Across America. Mm-hmm. Similar to that They're image. forming this like human chain, right? Yes. Um, and Addie's like... We should drive on the coast and escape to Mexico. And you know, this is really interesting because I never, I didn't think about it until just now. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my head, I'm like, why would she be like, we should escape to Mexico? Why would you assume this isn't happening in Mexico? Mm. But what's revealed at the film's ending is that this is an America specific problem, which yeah. perhaps she knew about because of her secret identity, <laughs> which we'll get to later but yeah so she's like let's all go to mexico um they're driving and zora's doppelganger umbre finds them um and she like jumps on the roof of the car zora stops short and like abruptly so umbre then goes flying and is impaled on a tree yeah they actually did like they disposed of these doppelgangers of theirs fairly quickly no they did yeah um then you know they're driving whatever see dead bodies they there's a burning car and there's Pluto right in front of this burning car, right? Mm-hmm. So Jason, sorry, Addie goes out to fight um, Pluto, but Jason realizes that it's a trap. So he's like, nah, ma, chill, I've got this. So Pluto is about to set the family's car on fire. And while Jason remembers that Pluto will like imitate whatever he does... He gets out of the car and he starts like walking backwards, knowing that the doppelganger is going to copy him. And then he walks backwards until the doppelganger walks himself backwards into the fire of the burning car. Right. So he sets so himself on dead. fire. He dies. Yeah. Um, but then Red, who's been hiding like some, a sneaky bitch, yeah, comes out of nowhere and just runs off with Jason. Just yeah. snatches him up and runs <laughs> off real quick. Yeah. So then Addie chases after them. Um, 
and then she sees the human chain of doppelgangers all along the beach, and she finds the funhouse that she went into years ago as a child. She enters the funhouse and sees a rabbit. Them rabbits that they be eating. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she goes down and discovers like a huge ass hallway with like hella rabbits and hella like tethered people and they're all doing like that creepy kind of zombie walk that they do mm-hmm. they don't talk they're just kind of grumbling mm-hmm. and all that shit um and then she finds red in a room that like kind of looks like a classroom mm-hmm. and on the board is drawn that human chain that they're replicating outside mm-hmm. um and Red basically, like, Addy's like, where the fuck my son? And Addy's like, let me, and Red's like, let me break some shit down for you real quick. So the tethered are artificially created beings made by the government to control people on the surface. Um, it's supposed to be clones that are connected to people through their souls. Um, but this experiment failed and the government was like, okay, whatever. So they just <laughs> left all the clones underground for generations. Um, and the tethered kind of realized that Red was a little bit different from the rest of them. They she, were like, oh shit, this bitch talks. Right. Um, she's significantly less spooky than all of us. Right. So they kind of made her their leader. Uh-huh. And they had been planning this attack on the above ground people for years. They were like, you know what? We gonna take back our motherfucking life. Mm-hmm. Because we tired of eating rabbits. Right. Fair. Okay, um, so basically Red is then kind of like, oh, you remember when you were a kid and you were enrolled in ballet? Well, like, I was dancing too, bitch, because I had to mimic everything you fucking did. So they, and she says that dance is what saved her. Um, very poetic, very artful. So then they have, like, a ballet dance fight. Right. Um, and considering Red is like, yo, this shit saved my life, and this was probably just, like, a little activity that Addie did, um, Addie kind of outdances her, like, mm-hmm. in this, this you know, dance battle, Red gets served. So then she just <laughs> runs away through the hallways, and Addie's, like, following her with a fireplace poker. Um, at the end, Red is about to stab Addie with the scissors, but Addie stabs her first with that poker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Red begins to whistle the song that Addie heard the first time that she met Red, and this stresses the bitch out. <laughs> so, she pretty much strangles Red with a pair of handcuffs, which is probably the same handcuffs that she chained her to the bed ooh, with when she was a child. Ooh, so going like, deep with it. Right. Connection. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Addie has a flashback that, oh wait, no, I skipped something, sorry. Basically, Jason is hiding in the locker. He'd been fine the whole time, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and they go outside, and the fambu- family uh, sees an ambulance, like a random abandoned ambulance. And they just dip. Yeah. Just I guess they're going away. to Mexico. Yeah. yeah right. Because right? they don't have doppelgangers in Mexico. This is a very American problem. Right. You know? <laughs> so as they're driving away, Addie's driving, and she's having a flashback of the night that she met Red when she was a child. So... We're seeing again her going into the funhouse. Um, she is shocked as fuck to see this little girl that looks like her. And then Red strangles her unconscious, drags her down to the depths of where the tethered live. And she handcuffs her to the bed and takes her clothes. And then she basically took her life. Like mm-hmm. she left original Addie down there 
and then went up to live her life with her family and then mm-hmm. have her own family. And then the movie ends with um this image of a chain of the doppelgangers just holding hands across America. Right. Yeah. And what did you make of that? Like, what did you make of that uh, movement as some kind of symbolism in the movie? Um, I don't know. I, so it's interesting that it was like a fundraiser to end poverty and hunger, but like you have this whole population of people who are just eating rabbits. (laughs) Right. Right. And it's the government's fault. Right. Exactly. I felt like it was sort of like, um, how we, like, you have these, like, bits of performative activism, but then you, do those really address the problems that are lying just beneath the surface? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what did you think about the rabbit? Um, I remember seeing, reading something and it was basically like, yeah, rabbits because they reproduce hella quickly. So like, if you need something to feed mad motherfuckers, just give them rabbits. It was interesting to me though, that like they fed them at all. Mm-hmm. I I'm know. like, did they need to feed Why them? Why didn't y'all just let them die? Right. <laughs> right. But then yeah. would the people above ground have also died? No, because they, uh, they were literally eat. killing their... Oh, that's, <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. Yeah. But that's an interesting aspect. That is an I interesting... Mean, like, like, what the, happens when... Their we, life and right. death is not tethered to each other. Right. But does something happen if a part of your soul dies? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's not a part of their soul, but it's... I don't know. It yeah. feels like it should have some effect. Yeah. Um, I never really thought about that before. Yeah, I wow. know. Like, Ooh. okay, so, like, when they would show the tethered um, underground and they would, like, they would switch um, between showing the tethered and showing their above ground mm-hmm. person, they would be doing, like, the same motions. Right. So, just, like, in separate environments, obviously. Right. Like, even with, like the people who were at the beach at the boardwalk at the carnival right like they would show people like playing carnival games but like the people the tethered they were down there doing all the motions like way more jerky and creepy Mm -hmm. except there was like no carnival game right so it is very interesting that like it didn't like apply to every situation no it was definitely weird yeah interesting so yeah <laughs> but okay let's let's move on to everybody's a suspect guess ability guess did you guess that twist i did not and it's funny because i feel like every other time that i've watched this i'm like oh i probably should have guessed it mm-hmm. <laughs> like i didn't guess yeah no i didn't guess that like she that she was um addy the whole time or she was red the whole time yeah yeah did not guess no, that. I didn't think that Addie was the tethered. I did think, like, there was something important that had happened to them in that their interaction down there that we didn't see when it all cut When she was black. a kid. Yeah. 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 Yes. Thank you for clapping. <laughs> yeah, when she was a kid, because the way that they show the scene is initially, right, like, they see each other and it cuts to black and then she's an adult. Yeah. Right? And then when we learn later that, okay, after that experience she didn't talk, I'm like, what did happen? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, which we then later see at the end of the movie is that they switched, right? They switched mm-hmm. places. So I knew something must have happened that we weren't privy to, but I did not think it was that. I don't know what I thought it was. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I didn't have any other theory, so that's why every other time I've watched this, I was like, oh, well, of course. No, facts. Of course this is 
<laughs> right. I wish I could watch it again anew because I don't remember. Like, I don't think I had a theory. I don't think yeah. I had a theory. No, I didn't have a theory. I was just like, that yeah. was crazy. <laughs> I also didn't think that the government was involved, but makes sense. The government trying to control our bodies. What else is motherfucking new? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sips tea. Right. <laughs> we do, do both have beverages, so. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't have guessed. That was like a very, very good twist. Yeah. And what did you make of, so at the very end, she and Jason like exchange this mm. look where he kind of sees her having this flashback and he's looking at her like, bitch. bitch. <laughs> I'm going to let this slide yeah. because you did raise me, but. You were tethered. You were yeah. tethered. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. know. Jason just be knowing. No, he does. Jason just be knowing. Right. Um, so that was kind of interesting, mm-hmm. but I'm like, damn, Jason figured it out and I sure didn't. <laughs> um, okay. So let's move on to don't kill me, Mr. Ghostface. I want to be in the sequel. So those are characters that should have lived and characters that should have died. Um, okay. So seeing that pretty much everybody died except the main family, mm-hmm. we almost didn't list anyone for this character, um, this category, but then we were like, hold up motherfucking red should have died and no abby should (laughs) (laughs) okay whoever's the little bitch who kidnapped the original addy and stuck her down in the in the tethered zone for her whole life that bitch should have died right (laughs) and you do feel sympathy for the tethered because you're like man that's not fair but also like you stole my life yeah yeah she stole her whole ass life like know your place yeah (laughs) and also like then put her in this unfamiliar situation like like at least you had already adapted to your life down there might have sucked (laughs) but you were used to it okay exactly like yeah and you uh, you scarred her voice for life you fucked up her larynx (laughs) or whatever right so made her a raspy ass bitch it gets confusing confusing with the names but addy and red whichever one lived is the one that should have died yes (laughs) there we go yes um rules for surviving a horror movie so these are characters that made poor decisions throughout the movie Mm -hmm. and again like i had trouble listing characters for this category because i felt like as far as horror movies go um there were not nearly as many poor decisions as we typically see in a horror Mm -hmm. movie and then i had one epiphany and i was like you know what this little girl, original Addie, should have never walked away from her damn father because then we could have avoided this whole mess. That's honestly fact. You should have just stayed put. Like, yeah. why are you wandering off? First of all, that's a very unblack decision. It is. And you mad little. Like, you could have gotten kidnapped. You could Anything could have happened to you. So, like, where where are you going? No, literally. Why are you going in this fun house by that's yourself? That's what I'm saying. Like, even if, you know what, like, kids wander off, I can't imagine as a child that I would have entered something that looked as scary as that right. I would have been terrified and ran away. Like, like that doesn't make any beloved, sense. Beloved, where yeah. are you going? There was one other decision that I felt was a little bit not black, and it was <laughs> when Gabe... Uh, went outside to confront the spooky family <laughs> like this is clearly some supernatural weird shit yeah no that was weird what are you doing going out there with your baseball bat also we know you're not built like that <laughs> even though you look like you're you built look like, like you built yeah. like that but, but you're not no. emotionally built like that <laughs> you were not spiritually built like that so yeah like, weird choice stay ass just, the just protect the yeah. fam from inside right like arm yourself you don't have to get for gully. when the family tries to enter but yeah 
Right. So those two decisions were just all that foolish. A little silly. Yeah. But you know what? Ultimately, the family really did like. They held it down. Yeah, they held it down. They did a good job of surviving. Mm-hmm. So yeah, gotta give them props for that. Yes. All right. Now on to our ratings. What would you rate the motive? I'm gonna give the motive ten. Mm-hmm. Like you stole my motherfucking life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even if it was like not. Let's say the twist wasn't a factor. Right. Like, just like the regular tethered, like, that would be enough yeah. motive for me. I don't want to live underground eating rabbits. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No, 100%. So, yeah. 10 out of 10 for the motive. Yeah. Scariness. Oh, uh, I would say, I, I feel like the first time that I saw this, I was definitely, definitely like, this is scary. No, it was spooky for sure. <laughs> yeah. I would also give that a 10. Yes. Um... Lead actor Lupita Nyong'o, a thousand out of ten, superstar, genius. Yes, that's sick. yes. No, everyone was so good. <laughs> everyone, ten out of yeah. ten. Winston Duke, ten out of ten for the youths. Yes, amazing. My favorite was actually the kid who played Jason. Yeah, I thought good. he was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, villain. Now this is tough because who is the who's villain? the villain? Who's the villain? Who's the villain? Um, everyone. Yeah, no, both villains, everyone. 10 out of 10. Both villains. Whether <laughs> you think it is Red or you think it's Addy, 10 out of 10. Yeah, I do... Th- I just feel like everyone had valid reason to be tight. No, facts, <laughs> that's true. Now, here's where we're going to run into a little bit of debate. Oof. Classic or not? Um, I say yes because this is a Jordan Peele stand podcast that I have just declared it as whether or not Margaret agrees. I don't really care. Um, I really <laughs> love this movie. Um, I think it's really scary. I think it's a really good horror movie. I think it's very elevated horror, if you will. Um, and I loved it. However, if someone were to ask me, and let's say even when Nope comes out, I don't know, but what is the quintessential Jordan Peele movie? What is the classic Jordan Peele movie? Get Out. It's Get Out. Whatever. It's Get Out. So it's kind of, I think it's hard for one, you know, writer-director to have two classics that are attached to them. Do you know what I'm saying? I disagree because I feel like Quentin Tarantino, he has mad classics attached to him. I know what you're saying, but what if you had to pick one? I would pick Pulp Fiction. There we go. Exactly. (laughs) Alfred Hitchcock. Psycho. It's not the birds. It's Psycho. Right? Fine. You see what I'm saying? Whatever's on my dick. So even though all these other ones are great, so if someone else made this movie, it sucks. Because if it was somebody else, I'd be like, yeah, probably classic. You know what I'm saying? Like, But because Jordan Peele made this movie and he made Get Out, even though they're different. Fine. (laughs) You don't have to change your mind. That's my fucking... You don't have to change your mind. <laughs> it's all right. We can agree to disagree, my friend. All right. <laughs> okay. But overall... Overall, 10 out of 10. 10 because out of this 10. is a Jordan Peele stand <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and we're really excited to review Nope. Oh sometime. my God, yes. I want to say next week, probably the week after that. To probably be the week after yeah. <laughs> That's okay. When then, does it come out? Next Friday? Um... I think so. Probably. I think it's the 7th. I think it's out July 7th. Okay. I might have made that date up. <laughs> well, whenever it comes out, please give us at least two weeks minimum to get to y'all with the review. Yes. <laughs> but that's good because then we all going to, you know, not worry We're about We're giving spoilers. y'all time to see it. Right. 
so you could just listen without fear. Right. Okay? <laughs> All right. Or maybe you'll have fear regardless because this is a spooky, spooky podcast. Okay. <laughs> Did the spooky jazz fingers again. Jazz just so y'all know. You could hear it. You could hear it. Okay. All right, guys. We'll All right, see you next time it. for that. See you next time on Queen Screams. Woo! Spooky jazz hands again. <laughs> Thank you.